Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength talking sprint car racing our favorite time of the week and we are so glad that you have joined us Aaron Evernham and Steve Post here how are you I'm good you fantastic oh are you kidding me just living the dream it's all great. really everything is well yeah everything yeah. is well did you ever do quarter midget racing yeah that's how I started I thought that was how you started have you ever been to the track over in Salisbury, North Carolina? I've never actually taken a ride over. I've heard great things about it. But... Oh, my God. I stopped there. I was headed up to South Boston to watch some light models. The car is doing it. Yeah. But, and, and I never hear about it. I, like, follow them on Facebook, but for whatever reason, it never triggers that they're racing. Yeah. And I ran into a friend last week, Heather Kinsel, who's working the sport. I ran into her at a, 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 a meeting function in town. And she said, yeah, we got one more race this week. I said, wait a minute, you're racing this weekend? And he said, yes, they raced all day Saturday. I stopped here. This place is unreal. Um, on our social media page, on our, on our Facebook uh, group, uh, I did a Tales from the Road from there. But Bobby Labonte was, was say, very the, involved. Yeah. Bobby is a quarter midget guy. Was very involved when his kids were young. And this is a state-of-the-art facility. I mean, this is just yeah. spectacular. And they had 114 kids out there on Saturday wow. racing. That's awesome. They're saying like North Carolina might be as one of the largest quarter midget associations in the country. Now. That's great to hear. So the the track I grew up racing at, Silver City in, yeah. in Connecticut, is also where Doug Colby. You and Colby, yeah. Um, Joey Logano. Yeah. Uh, David Gravel. A few yeah. decent alumni from there. And they've actually been struggling with car counts. So they actually just this year, uh, one of the members past members started like a driver development program. He bought a bunch of old cars and they've been, wow. yeah, it's a really neat deal. So if there's anyone up in the Connecticut, New England area, that's interested go check it out on their Facebook page, but they're, they're trying to recruit. So it's great to hear that North Carolina has got a, a strong. I just saw this and there's a, the facility is spacious. There's a yeah. lot of room. Like I was talking to Heather, the, the, my friend, and they all go out Friday afternoon and they all camp. And oh, like this fun. weekend on Friday night, they all trick or treated to each other's motor coaches in pit awesome. area. And then up Saturday, and they had doubleheader racing. And it's just a social thing. Yeah. And it's a phenomenal thing. But, I mean, quarter midget racing is unreal when done properly. Yeah. It's a great stepping stone. And, boy, I'm telling you, what what they do here in North Carolina is phenomenal. That's awesome. You know, some of my best childhood memories are from the quarter midget track. My dad passed away when I was in high school. 
So those memories, those like we used to do that. Racing. Yeah, yeah we used to, racing. we had a little motor home and we would take it for the big races. And like, so that just brings back all sorts of, of wonderful memories. Talking about so, trick-or-treating. Yeah. We used to do a, a costume contest. One time I won as a Smurf. There you go, as a Smurf. Oh, we <laughs> need to, have find, to, fi- we need to find photographic evidence there, of that. We'll find no, it. I mean, and then is everything here in North Carolina, it's just fun to see the connections. Um, the Buzzy family, they're, they do drivetrain work. They're involved yep. everywhere. But um, Billy Scott, who's over at Stewart House Racing, mm-hmm. his kids race. They're very involved with that. And it's just there's a lot of, you know, so-and-so's a mechanic on this cup team. Their yep. kids race. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful setting. Yeah. I mean, facility-wise, I mean, it's state-of-the-art. I mean, it's beautiful. It access road that. around the outside. Uh, the, the seating is elevated so you can see everything. Wow. I mean, they've got a, a, a tech shed, a full-building tech shed. They've got a, the staging area is all covered. So, I mean, nice. it's just, it's, it's See, I'm a little afraid to take Kate out there. See, yeah. John Bickford has offered that they still have a, they have a quarter midget laying around, and Kate is all about horses, 100%. But I'm a little afraid if she gets there and there's a seat open. Yeah, no, I think you're. I think you'd be onto something there. So I can't, we can't do both. <laughs> we know racing. You can barely do one, right? You exactly. can barely do one. She does not pick the cheap sport. No. So yeah, well, yeah. But I would Amazing. love to, to so, see the place. So um, those of you involved with quarter midget racing, whether it's here in North Carolina or across the country, kudos to you. And it's all volunteers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I I love this because you can imagine everybody wants the club, but nobody wants to volunteer to do things. So they're like uh, full-scale animal features coming up, official in turn one, so-and-so, official in turn two, (laughs) so-and-so. We need so-and-so and and -and so-and-so scoring. And so they just delegate. Yeah. And I was talking to Heather, like she has to score a couple of races for other series, and they all just go up and score the races, and then they come down and spend time with that. I mean, it's just the quarter midget racing. Kudos to everyone involved with that. Mm -hmm. Because when you're starting there, you never know what you're starting there. Yeah. We'll we'll look at the little track in Connecticut, what what that spawned. I mean, it's it's unreal. And then it's like to me, even more importantly, is a lifelong friendship. Like my my dad's best friend was someone we met through quarter midgets, and my mom has stayed in touch with his wife. And I think of my friendship exactly. with Doug Kobe, all these people. Yeah, it's exactly. like it's not just the racing. No, it's not just the country. racing. Exactly, it's the community yeah, neat stuff, fun stuff. That was cool. I had uh, didn't even have that in my notes. I kind of just it wow. struck me when the music was playing that I did get out to see that, and uh, and I knew it was part of your past. So mm-hmm. neat stuff. Let's get to our Hefter Racing product hot topics. Um, there is a series of sprint cars, the Bandit Outlaw Sprint Series, and it started, I believe, this year. They've ran 14 times this year down in Texas. And open engines, 1,500 pounds, no adjustable wings. What is open engines? Like, it can be yes. as big as you want? Or as little as you want. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The 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 1305 guy that uh, that is... It may have won the championship. He won one of the races. I don't know if it was yeah. in the 305. I don't know. Uh, Roger Crockett. And, well, Dylan Westbrook won on Friday night, and he's a 360 racer. Yeah, depending um, on the track. Well, the yeah. track and the tire. Yeah. That's what depends on what you do. So they started this season. This past weekend, they were at Texas Motor Speedway, the dirt track there, mm-hmm. right off the, 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 the big NASCAR track. And they had Texas Throwback Weekend. They had a, These are just the sprint car. There was a Dale Earnhardt Black Number 3 sprint car. Uh, Jeff Gordon won. Jimmy Johnson won. Roger Crockett won with that. There was a Lance Deweese sprint car, a 461. Yeah, I saw that. A Walt Dyer's machine. Um, Friday night, it was Dylan Westbrook. And, and what the deal, which, which struck me weird about this, is they're racing at Texas Motor Speedway, and ASCS was just a mesquite, yeah. which is, like, very, very close. Um, but, but ASCS got rained out Friday night or weathered out. They couldn't get onto their track. So Dylan Westbrook just headed over, into, over to, to, to Dallas-Fort Worth 
and picked up the win. And Saturday, Roger Crockett in the Jimmy Johnson paint scheme picked up the win. We haven't talked to Roger in some time. Yeah. So we're going to dial him up today. So we're going to talk to Roger Crockett. Um, Lernerville, the Steel City Stampede. I, I love this story. Um, Zach Hampton, a racer from Indiana, um, first ever trip to Lernerville. Boom. <laughs> and, and he bested A.J. Flick, Cy Lynch, Carl Bowser, and Brandon Mattis. So you just good rolled company. in there. Yeah. Well, I looked at Zach Hampton's numbers, and what Zach did this year is he traveled and did all-star races and World of Allah races, and in complete honesty, he finished second at Attica on their opening night. He only had one other top 10 finish all year. Wow. Uh, tenth place at Sealands Grove. But when you look at the big races, the Kings Royals and the World of Outlaws and everyone, he was at all of them. Hmm. And the floggings, which we've talked about this a lot of times, when you go out and you run with the World yeah. of Outlaws or the All-Stars, especially as a new team, when do the floggings start to pay off? Mm-hmm. Looks like for Zach Hampton, the floggings have paid off. <laughs> it's a- I mean, so, you know, I mean, the three top tens this year. Um, and he's ran... I don't know. He's probably ran 35 or 40 times. So he's ran a lot. He ran a lot of races. He might have even ran up to 50. And you'd see, you know, uh, 29th at this World of All-Law race, which means you didn't qualify. And, yeah. uh, you know, but. But you're learning every time. Exactly. And and look, you go. And, and then, to, then to finish ahead of A.J. Flick, Cy Lynch, Carl Bowser, and Brandon Mattis. Well, obviously. At Lernerville. Yeah, at Lernerville. Uh, kudos to Zach Hampton. Um, Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour, uh, they were at the Winter Nationals at Devil's Bowl, rain, uh, weathered out. It didn't really rain out. The facility just had too much water. Saturday, J.J. Hickel, remember we talked, that's when we first mm-hmm. talked to him was after he swept Devil's yeah. Bowl. He's three for three at Devil's Bowl. Hickel, Blake, uh, Blake Hahn, Sam Aferdeep Jr., Dylan Westbrook, and how about Johnny Herrera finishes fifth? There he is. Old Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> Old Hollywood. Must have been TV cameras there or something for Hollywood to show up. He only goes to the big ones yeah. like that. Um, fun stuff. Uh, not a lot of racing going on, but I, but I, one of the things I do, I like there's a sprint car stats page, and you go on mm-hmm. there, and it's just fascinating. I love, I love going on there and bombing around. And we look at 2021, 410 race winners. Um, Brad Sweet, not a shocker, leads with 17. Uh, David Gravel, not a shocker, leads with 13. Um, Kyle Larson, not a shocker, at 11. But only probably ran how many sprint cars? Yeah, races? no, he didn't run like 20-some. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and one of them was a Kings Royal, and one of them was a Knoxville Nationals. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Um, Carson Macedo has 11 wins. Anthony Macri has 11 wins. And Brent Marks, double-digit win. So I just find that fascinating yeah. when you look at those and when you kind of look. There's, there's some that don't shock you, but there's some like, hmm. And when you look like at Brent Marks, what he's been through this year, that's with two different teams. Um, Macri, um, you know, running in, in Pennsylvania, but he went over to West Virginia and yeah. won a couple times. I mean, I just, I love it. Now, that's the 410 win list. On the four, but, but there's a couple of guys that have had more wins than all those guys, and they're both in California. Dominic Selzy has eight 410 wins, but 13 360 wins. Dominic Selzy has won wins. 21 times. That's and awesome. they're not done out there in California. I saw his post. He wants a few more on there. Well, greedy little snot-nosed well, kid. It's dominant. I mean, yeah, I remember when we used to have to call him, and he had to go to the teacher's lounge. I call him remember the that. Yeah, I remember he had to go to the teacher's lounge. Now look at him, winning all these races, taking all the money from these racers out there. <laughs> Love Dominic Selzy. And then and Justin Saunders, uh, Justin Sanders, 4-4-10 wins with the King of the West out there. 16-360 wins, 20 wins. 
Justin's a guy. We're, I don't know what we're going to have to do here. Uh, I need to get with Craig yeah. around this. Justin's a guy that works like 852 hours. It was, <laughs> we did, one time we did shows in January. One of the dumbest ideas we ever did. Craiger and I might have been Kendra and yeah, I. Yeah, I think it was. Were you involved with that? No, I think it was before my Ken, time. Kendra and I. Yeah. Well, let's do shows in January. Yeah. We'll talk to Australian guys. Yeah. Well, when you look at the calendar, poor old um, guy from Ohio, um, been running 360s forever, uh, Hannigan. Ronnie, yeah, Randy Hannigan? Randy Hannigan, yeah. Poor old Randy Hannigan. Bless his heart. He woke up in the middle of the night every Monday or Tuesday, whenever it was, and called in with the results. <laughs> and we decided we're not going to do January yeah. anymore. Uh, sounded good on paper, but the uh, we were all right. But bless his heart, Randy Hannigan. No, he uh, probably didn't mind being up. There. He's a Randy is a great <laughs> guy. But but so Sanders Sanders is one of those guys that we never can get yeah. him on. It's like his work schedule. So I don't know. Twenty wins, twenty one wins for Dominic Belzey. Man, what a year! Yeah, good stuff. There you have it. Your Hefner Racing product, hot topics. Hefner Racing products has a website that is easy to shop. The end tire line of Hefner Racing products. It's hrpracing.com, and you can go be on your desktop or right on your phone. First-time online orders use promo code MRN at checkout for 10% off your first order. Well, it's that time of year when you're building your shops. You're, you're, you're tearing your trailers apart. Yeah. If you're done you're for the year. You're reorganizing. You're reorganizing, or right now you're still racing a little bit, but you're not racing as much. Uh, I saw uh, Danny Dietrich and some of the guys, uh, team has on the on the – uh, traditional side yeah are redoing their shops before they move in and then then once you get the shops done with all the hefner racing product organizing stuff then you've got the trailer and then you do that yep so hrpracing.com and then the mule exactly 10 percent off online orders with mrn um where am i at here okay yeah devil's bowl that's where I'm at. Well, I'm not there. I'm in concord <laughs> in the hercules tire studios is where i'm at it was the lucas oil ascs national tour Dylan Westbrook leading J.J. Hickel doing the chasing. Here's Brian Hulbert with the call on Racing Boys and Flow Racing. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track move. J.J. Hickel swept the weekend here in March. He's going to try to add a third one here. He's come after Westbrook to the front straightaway. Dylan's going to hold on to it by two-tenths of a second. Dylan Westbrook, but not for long. J.J. Hickel down to the bottom. You've got a new leader to the back straightway. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. What are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to the checkout. 
Those sprint cars we talked about down in Texas, the throwback sprint cars, looked so cool. They did. I mean, they really did. They I mean, did a the, great job with the, the actual yeah, wraps or the paint Yeah, the wraps, yeah. the paint schemes, everything were good. And then the late models looked good as well. Um, and so, you know, you had Lance DeWeese and you had <laughs> Jeff Gordon and you had Dale Earnhardt with the sprint cars. And then you had this guy that had a Jimmy Johnson car. Well, he decided to show everyone up because a wrapped sprint car looks good, but a wrapped sprint car in victory lane looks even better. And the guy who did that with the Jimmy Johnson throwback down in Texas is Roger Crockett joins us on the Dry Dean Hotline. Hello, Roger. Welcome back to Wing Nation. And at least do my part racing and get on here once a year. And I'm glad we're able to do that again. <laughs> I was thinking that, too. I'm like, we, we talked to you once a year, and this year you hadn't been racing much. But, boy, when you went to Texas, uh, second place on Friday night, and you picked up the win on Saturday night. Uh, looks like you had that car rolling pretty well. Yeah, we've been um, working on some different things. We messed with some stuff actually around Knoxville time with the 410 and um, found some speed. We were terrible later in the night, but we just keep plugging away at it, and, and we've been able to, to really make some gains on our car. Man, this last part of the season, we've been really, really fast every time we race. Well, I guess so. You parked in Victory Lane. Roger, talk about the rules package for this Bandit Series, the, the open engine. But what is the tire rule? Because I, I saw, like, in some of your quotes after the race that you had to manage the tire a little bit. Yeah, the so the tire rule they have, you have to run the same pair of tires in the heat race and the main event, so both rear tires. And also what's a little bit different is you have to run a 92-inch left rear. So, um, you know, pretty much everybody, unless they've got some special – tires ordered or something you know they're on 12 to 13 inches of stagger so you know 20 degrees wing angle max and a lot of stagger and no bleeders in your tires you know we're all coming in 10 pounds in the right rear eight in the left rear um it, it makes it to where it's really hard to get the car hooked up and get traction and it's definitely a challenge the first sight is definitely threw a little curveball at us uh, more so than i thought it would and we got it really good by the feature, but, you know, sometimes it's a little bit too late, and, and we are able to come out on Saturday, and, and we are really good from the get-go. So I find that fascinating because the bleeder, obviously, is adjustment that happens during a race. You're not allowed to adjust the wings. So this really is set it and forget it and go racing. Yeah, it is. Um, it makes it a, you know, once you're in the car pushed off, like, you know, you have zero adjustment. So it's just you've got to figure it out. Oh. Um, so that part, you know, it's cool. and. um you know, we've, we've seen, obviously, some people run 410s, people run 360s, and we're trying to get a few more nights on our motor so we can get it freshened. And, man, we got down there and hot lap the first time, like, man, maybe we should have brought the 360 because it was, like I said, really hard to get traction and get grip. And um, that place down there is, it gets pretty slick, but unfortunately, um, it's pretty hard on tires at times, too. So that was part of managing tires. Just, it had a lot of tire wear. And so... Um, you know, like Friday, Dylan Westbrook, he won the thing, and he came after his heat race, and nobody thought he'd make it through the feature, and um, he he was able to make it through there. I don't think he could have done a couple more laps, but um, that's part of it, you know, is managing the tire, and, and I think that's the scenario with, if he had a 410, I think it's enough hard on tires, it probably wouldn't have made it, so there's certainly advantages to both sides of that. Mm. Yeah, that, that was going to be my next question, Roger. How do you manage a tire? I know that surface there at Texas Motor Speedway can be a little abrasive. You have a 410, and it's not something that we're totally used to. We're not used to conserving a tire from the heat race all the way through the feature. How do you how do you do that? How do you manage that but yet maintain speed? So, yeah, I mean, really, you just got to really try to not spin the tire. Um, on Saturday, we are able to get the lead on the, on the heat race right away, and one end of the track was a lot wetter than the other side. So on, on the wet end, I was 
you know, I could drive it as hard as I wanted to in the other end. I would roll through there about half throttle and just try and try and not wear anything out because, um, you know, 25 laps there is quite a bit. And, and even in the main event, I, I was able to run um, up in the cushion still, even though it had laid rubber on the bottom eventually about partway through the race. We were able to, you know, keep running high as long as I thought I could still make speed and, and not move into that rubber until as late as possible. So wait, one end of the track was wet and one end was was it dry? Does the grandstands have some shade there? What what was that about? Um, it just like it took rubber um, on the bottom at both ends, but um, probably partly from the wind or something. The one end, in turns three and four, it stayed a lot wetter and it had a really nice cushion all night. And one and two, it had one, but it got all up to the wall. And then um, you know, the guys quit running up there. I think it started getting getting more abrasive down the bottom, and that's when it um, got rubber again down there. I marvel at what you sprint car drivers do, and you've added another layer to it because I never think about – I think about turns, you know, you see someone running the bottom of one side and running the top and that sort of thing. But when you have a situation like that, that's fascinating. <laughs> that really is. It's just amazing. It really is. Roger, the throwback paint schemes, How? Wh- how where did this come about, and, wh- and why did you go with Jimmy Johnson on your car? Um, so yeah, they you know, they offered up a pretty big deal. I think it was like 5,000 win throwback scheme, and then – like maybe a thousand or fifteen hundred per second and five hundred per third, and um, we do, you know, I do graphics and embroidery and all that stuff. And so, you know, we're looking at the rules package. The other thing was you got to weigh fifteen hundred pounds, um, regardless of what motor you have. So I already knew I was going to need to add weight with the four ten. Um, so I thought, well, I might as well wrap my car. That's about sixteen pounds, and you know, might as well participate in in the throwback scheme. And after doing a little bit of research. Um, I really admire people that can dominate something, and, and Jimmy Johnson had done so at that track and that facility with most wins, top fives, top tens, um, laps led. He led in every category, and then come to find out, you know, they, they named uh, Victory Circle over there, Jimmy Johnson, Victory Circle last October. So I thought, man, that's, that's right up my alley to choose somebody like that that, uh, you know, I respected a lot when he raced and was dominating as well. So I was happy to go with that scheme because of all those reasons. Now, the 48 had a number of different paint schemes over the years. Why that particular one? Uh, that was the last race he won at Texas Motor Speedway. Was ah, in that I knew scheme. there was a reason. Were, were you involved? Were You said you, you wrapped yours. Were you involved with wrapping some of the other cars as well? Uh, nope, just mine. Wow, okay. Well, yeah, because people wondering. did a nice job. There was, I yeah. I, I just, yeah, there was some definitely, you know, people did some good, uh, good work on the, all the different cars that did it and participated. It was cool. So how is the, the, the screen print or whatever graphics and embroidery? I saw a lot of your products in Knoxville this year. How's the business going? Yeah, it's doing good. Um, you know, last year was, was a little bit tough, obviously, with different things. And as events have been full force this year, we're very fortunate to have a lot of great customers. And uh, we do a ton of hats and jackets and stuff like that with embroidery. And getting to do more cars. We did Sheldon's Knoxville car this year. And we did Rico's Rowdy car as far as the graphic stuff. So. We're really looking forward to continue to to grow and and do more in that direction as well. Now I now I watched you or followed along with you this year. Um, it's a good problem that your business is growing, but did it infringe upon your racing some this year? Absolutely, yeah. You know, we just got to keep your priorities straight, and um, we can't can't let people down. That's definitely our first things to to be there for yeah. people when they need things and. Um, a lot of a lot of different reasons kind of turned us to, to end up not running a full point schedule this year, and like you mentioned, the business had a lot to do with that. And and we're you know where we live, we got to travel quite a bit to race most of the time. So 
we just kind of assess what we were doing and um, we're going to actually try and run more 410 stuff next year and have some pretty big goals ahead in the next few years. We just got to try and figure out how to get there. Wow. There's not much left on the calendar, the, the schedule for the year. Are you going to do short track nationals? Uh, we're going to try. I had had some plans that um, that changed a little bit in the last few days here. So we've got a pretty busy work week. Um, we're going to do our best to try and make it there Friday and, and run this weekend. That's definitely a good event uh, to be at. We just missed out on winning it last year, and so it would be nice to come back and, and try and uh, get the next couple spots we didn't get last year. What really struck me, Roger, is is with your limited schedule this year is you know, it's funny, you pay attention, but I, I pay attention, but I'm not paying attention. It's like, you know, and I tuned in to the Hockett Memorial, okay, and you finished 10th and then 2nd, led a bunch of laps. For not running much this year, you've got to feel pretty good about the performance of your race cars. That's a 360 race. You've talked about the 410 as well. You've got to feel pretty good with, with, with what you have put on the racetrack, especially this fall. Yeah, definitely. Um like I said, we just we've we've stumbled upon some things that work really well for us, and um, you know, primarily like the speed we've had with the four tens been been I've been super happy with um, to start the night. And you know, for us, we, we're not racing ninety races a year for the last five six years. Um, I don't think I've run ninety races in five or six years. And you're you're competing against guys that do that every year, and so I just feel like I've got to try and figure out a way in the shop to to stumble upon something that maybe they don't have time to do because. I can't catch up all that experience and, and tinkering on my car. So um, we just work really, really hard. You know, Brandy and I try and work really hard and, and figure out some different ways that gets get the car good for how I want it to go. And we've definitely made a ton of progress. And um, we've been able to now apply that to our 360 stuff. And we've been, um, yeah, like you said, really, really fast. And our speed's been good. And it's, it's easy to get disappointed with running second here and there. But uh, we haven't been off the top two. Um, since that first night at Lucas, we, you know, I think five races in a row or something. Nice. So definitely happy with that. We just got to race a little bit more and I've got to, you know, sometimes all it makes, all it takes is one mistake a night and that can cost you a win or second or third or wherever you're at. So just got to eliminate that and keep plugging away here at the shop on it. I guess so, man. I love it. I'll tell you what, lots of optimism, lots of excitement on the business front and on the racing front as well, including that win on uh, Saturday night. It was your third win of the season. You won a couple of ASC Sooner races earlier. Roger, it is always a pleasure to talk. How about this? Go win some races early next year and in the summer and in the fall, and we'll talk to you two or three times next year. Yeah, that's the plan. We're going to try and, I'm hoping to run maybe 30 or 40, 410 races next year is our goal for next year, so. Definitely uh, plan on trying to win some of them, that's for sure. There we go. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Roger. Thank you, guys. You got it. Roger Crockett joining us here. What Man, that's just a good dude. It is. That's just a good dude, a good racer. Um, I'll never forget the first time we met him was Knoxville. He raced his way into the Mm A-Main. Remember that. With no crew. Yeah, like there was, yeah, yeah. It might have been him and Brandy or someone else. And remember, we first off, we tracked him down, and then everyone flew down from Washington like on Thursday <laughs> or Friday morning. Yeah. I mean, that son of a gun put it in the A-Main. That's I mean, impressive. Yeah, I've known him for a long time when he was driving the Harley-Davidson, the 11 car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, he's a good, gosh, he's a good guy. Gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. I talked to him a couple of years ago at uh, PRI for a while. Just good folks. Mm-hmm. Good folks. You love to see it and love to see. I, 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 and, I'm, and I'm honest with it. I was like, you don't fo- you follow along and you don't follow along. And I'm watching the hockey, and I'm like, Roger Crockett. I said, 
We haven't seen yeah. much of him this year. And that's when I start, you know, and then, but he's doing the same thing he's always done, right up at the front of the field. It's like good stuff for sure. Speaking of good stuff, Matt Campbell ended his fabulous Lincoln Speedway season in victory lane. We're going to talk to him in just a moment. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Over 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil. The American Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car station in body, bringing more thrills with wing and even more non-wing action in 2021. The Lebanon Regional Tour, the National Tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. Can be there, get all the streaming fun with Racing Boys and GoRacing.com, bringing all the adrenaline to your favorite streaming device. See the full lineup of this now at ASCSRacing.com. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sandbass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code Code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDieCast.com. So two things happened Saturday in Pennsylvania. Well, a lot of things happened Saturday in Pennsylvania. <laughs> but a couple of things happened at the fabulous Lincoln Speedway. Most importantly, well, no, I don't know if it's most importantly, the countdown clock for the, uh, for the um, what do they call that one? Icebreaker. Icebreaker. The countdown clock for the icebreaker has tricked in. But yeah. but what has to happen for that to happen is that this season has to be over. And when they got done on Saturday afternoon, well, Saturday evening, with a little bit of a rain delay, it was Matt Campbell in the premier number 21 in Victory Lane. He joins us on the Dry Dean Hotline. Hello, Matt. Welcome to Wing Nation. Hey, thanks for having me. It has got to be great. I know you like to win every time you go out, but it's got to be nice to at least get one at the end of the season there at the at the home track, if you will. Yeah, I really wanted one there, you know. I haven't, uh, last one I got there was in 2019 in my own car, and kind of, we we ran a limited schedule, so for the last couple of years, I didn't get to run there a whole lot, so this year was the first year I got to run everything, because when I ran my own deal, we wouldn't start until about, about the summer, so I'd missed that the first half of the year. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I'm happy we were able to get one. I was hoping we'd get it sooner, but, you know, I'll take it getting it on the last one too, but um, just trying to get get the get the car right there, you know, get a get a program. I went from you know running Maxims, triple X's, so you know running, you know, switch to the Penske shocks. That that program, you know, when you when you build a program up and have years of notes, it, that really helps. So we've had to you know learn how to get the cars fit for me, and you know that it doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, uh, but. But I think finally now we got we got things going in the right direction. We've we've had had some bad luck at the at the end of the year here. Um, the results really haven't showed, but we've had the race cars working the way we want. You know, we we've been pretty content with that. Well, you certainly did the other night. 
So you led most, of the, at least the second half of the race, and the caution comes out on the last lap. What are your emotions when you, here you are a lap away from a win on the last race of the year? What, what were your thoughts when that caution came out? <laughs> oh, I mean, it was kind of like the same thing that happened when we at the curb this year. We, we kept having cautions at the end, and it's like, come on, guys, I just want to finish this thing, you know? <laughs> Especially when, you know, I, I knew I'd, I had gotten slowed up a couple times by the lap traffic, but I had really made a lot of space to protect myself, you know, early early on once we got going because we went pretty much caution-free for almost the rest of the race. So, you know, it's one, a thing that sucks about that is now you got everyone bunched up and you had a rhythm going, you had momentum, you had the momentum and speed built up. Um, now, now you got to start back over and you're starting back with these guys now right on you. So, yeah, no, you, it's definitely what you don't want. When you're leading, you don't want that on the last lap. But uh, we we did what we had to do to, to hold on and keep the win. Do you run what you want to do through your mind when you're riding around under caution like that? Yeah, um, you know, you, you gotta. The thing is, you got you gotta know who you're racing around, and you gotta yeah. you know predict what they're going to be doing. You know, you gotta look at you look at the board. You see you see who's going to be behind you, and hey, well. They usually tend to do this. It's all about knowing your competition um, and knowing knowing what what your car is like as well, too. Like, you know, I I knew I was good on the bottom, so I knew I needed to use some bottom to some of my advantage on that on that restart because I knew it probably would get to the point where I'd have to move around. So, um, yeah, I mean, I in the initial um, interview when they did in Victory Lane, I kind of critiqued myself a little bit. I mean, there was maybe some small stuff I'd change, but I went back and I watched watched the replay. I like watching the replays of all my races. You can learn a lot by going back and looking and you can see see where you make mistakes and where you can where you can improve and get better at. But um so I I think we pretty much handled it the way we needed to. Um you know it's it's you gotta um Gotta keep your car under you. You gotta keep your momentum built, and you know a guy's beside you. You gotta you gotta keep your momentum going. So, so I'm pretty happy with the result. So Matt, when you you analyze what you you did after the restart, you knew that Devin was gonna pull a big slider on you, which he did. You dove back under him. But what what's the strategy there? Is it to kind of kill his momentum a little bit to make sure you kind of take his line away? Like how how can you be a little bit defensive but yet make sure you can hold him off? Well, um, yeah, I've been always fortunate to surround myself with people with a lot of knowledge in this sport. I, I talk to them and take in a lot of what they say, and you know that's where I've I've learned to love a good bit on what I can improve on and be better at. You know, to handle situations like that. Mm-hmm. And and the thing about when 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 uh, you know a, a big slide like that, you'll lose a lot of you you lose your forward momentum because you at some point you're going to have to slow the car down to square up and go straight. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going sideways. And and, and that's the big thing about them is those momentum. So I knew I just had to I had to position myself where I could not lose my momentum and be able to turn and go under and then, you know, even use I can even use the air to my advantage on the straightway a little bit to um you know, to to help slow them up behind me from trying to mm-hmm. get some momentum go back going. So I mean it's it's just a little bit of experience. I mean I've I've I have been doing this a while. I haven't been racing as much as I wanted to recently. Well, now until this year, I have been. But you know, it lap time and experience what 
you know, help to handle situations on that, how to, how to try to come out on top. Um, you know, it's the same thing. You, you watch these guys, you know, your, your Lance Luises and stuff like that, you know, that they really, you know, have a lot of seat time in the car and, and they know, you know, how to handle a situation because they've probably, they've been in it about a hundred times. Before, <laughs> so, um, no, I, I think we uh we did what we had to do and you know it was it was pretty awesome to be able to get that by the end of the year and you know maybe we can get one more before we end up the season. You you when you're talking about taking the air off from somebody going down the straightaway, I'm like he must have been talking to Lance Deweese. I'm glad you mentioned Lance by name because we've had Lance on and he's talked with how he how he messes with other people um, in a in a perfectly competitive, great sense. And uh, it is it is lessons learned like that that put you in good shape. Man, I, I have a final question for you here. What has this season, though, overall been like? You have ran and been part of a small family operation, you and your dad. You get the call for Jerry Parrish to run that 21 car. You, you're, you're a driver now. You, you pick up a ride with a team that's going to run a lot more. Just in general terms, what has this year been like for you as a young race car driver that, that, that wants to continue to climb the ladder? Oh, it's definitely... Um... You get to experience a lot more. Um, you know, I've uh, when when we started this deal early at the beginning of the year, it was the it was most all the original team. But over time, you know, that them guys were at the point where they were ready to go and do other things. So about halfway through the year, we've had to. I started to you know reform the team and make it like make it fitting for me. I was always told like you know you, you got to make it things work your way. It's hard to go into somewhere unless you're just showing up. And I don't I'm not just showing up hopping in the seat. I I I like being involved in everything. I I do all I do my own maintenance. I work on I work on everything myself. I like to I like to know what's going on. You know, I, I'm one of them guys that I like to even know what's going on to the track. And I constantly talk to my crew chief to know, well, I like to know what changes are being made in the car because then I can learn what some changes react in the car. So when I'm feeling something in it, I can know how, how better to, you know, explain what the car is doing and maybe, you know, you know, just make, make things more fluent and easier. Um, yeah, we've really, uh, we've made, made changes and all throughout the year. And a big thing was uh, a good friend, Kirk Weiss, which is actually Lance's brother. And that's why I talked about Lance because I know they've worked together for a long time. And he's my, he's been crew chiefing for me. And we've worked together in the past and worked really well together. And that, that, that's been a big help for us having him there and, you know, and having our, our good crew help like uh, Lynn and Pickles helping us there. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, we we got we're getting our shock program where we want. We got our we got our race cars where we want. These new triple X's, they're they're working out really good for us. And um, setup wise, we we kind of had um get more of a game plan. You know, just you know, it's all about you got you got to be freed up again. And I can't be a little too tight. You know, we we've been trying to find the find the perfect balance point. You know, you want to be hooked up, but you don't want to be too free. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I know for one thing, by racing a lot more, it definitely has helped me a lot more. I've, I've had a lot more experiences than what I've had before. You know, when, when you race a lot more, you, you, it's like packing what like I was doing over years. Before. So it's, it's, you know, it's really helped me grow. And, you know, 
and staying consistent, staying in the seat a lot more definitely helps as a driver. It, it helps to, you know, keep you on edge, keep you updated, because you, you're constantly learning in the sport. You, you won't ever stop 30 years from now if I'm still racing. I'll, I'll still agree with that and say I'm still learning. You know, you got to try to stay ahead of the curve. But, yeah, um, yeah, we got things going the way we want. I, I can't be happier, you know. Thanks, Jerry, for, you know, thinking about my side so far, you know, through the year and through all the highs and lows. And, you know, we're, we're getting – getting where we want to be so you know it should should be pretty fun next year and uh you know our sponsors that help to make that possible like premier h&h brickers golf Art services jim Lowe snapple on mama's pizza um it's our product sponsors triple x um penske racing shop Smith titanium winners racing uh tiger wheels these guys just really helped to, you know, make this program happen. Like, you know, Beer Hill Gang got to put a shout out to him and Stu, you know, for helping us out this year. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. Um, it's been a long year. I'm kind of, now that we're running good, I don't want it to end, but uh, it build season, you know, you can really, really get things squared away for next year. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited for that. Just have to see what happens. Gonna be fun, that's for sure. You now, uh, you were doing really well, Matt, until you mentioned Brinker's fries. Now I'm gonna be oh, oh, now I'm gonna be craving Brinker's <laughs> fries. Oh man, that is great, Matt. Congratulations on the win. Uh, thanks for the time. Uh, wish you the best. I know there's a race or two left for you at BAPS, and uh, wish you the best there and and on to the off season into next year. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. There we go, Matt Campbell. You know when you think about that, Aaron, and when he said that. For years and years and years and years and years and years, that was Brian Monteith in that 21. Yep. And Brian said, when these guys stop racing, I'm going to stop racing. And I talked to the crew guys, and they said, when Brian stops racing, I'm going to stop racing. And I don't know what happened, but last year, Brian was no longer part of that program. And to listen to Matt and say, what we started with were these guys, but then we had to change people. They, They didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, because those crew guys that were on Brian's car were like, we're Brian's guys. And and literally, and this is not a slam on Matt or, or anyone else, but they all did it together. And when yep. you change a main portion like that, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and in complete honesty, Brian was a show up with a helmet bag and drive the race car, yep. and Matt wants to work on the car. And it's so... Different. I, I, I think the one we need to honor or mention here is Jerry Parrish yep. to have the patience to work through this different thing and not boot the kid out, yeah. you know, on July 15th when he hadn't won a race because he won one July 30th, he won one now, and then they bring in Kirk DeWeese, for God's sake. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I think they're setting themselves up well. Yeah. I like it. I really do. Good stuff. Appreciate Matt Campbell joining us here today. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco Ultratech. Sunoco Ultratech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust Ultratech for your everyday race. Whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco Ultratech and fuel your best. 
Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com. Flow Racing is the home of grassroots racing, with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, Dirt Late Model Dreams, Sweet 16, and much, much more. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement, arena cross, drag racing, and everything in between, it's here, live, and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. That's F-L-O-Racing.com forward slash MRN. Wing Nation, continuing on, we're presented by Hercules Tires, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum, one sprint car place in Knoxville, Iowa. Birthdays, Charles Dutch Bauman earlier this week, Floyd Trellis, Gordon Woolley, Dave Argerbright has a birthday coming up on Friday, and the Buckeye Bullet, mm-hmm. Dave Blaney on Sunday. Today would have been the 120th birthday of John Ambler, a 1995 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame, born in 1901. Along with his brother Bill, they built and owned cars in the 1920s and 30s. They were known as the Casting Brothers because of their skillful use of casting Mm. steel and aluminum. They built blocks, they built full race cars, aluminum tanks, hood covers, underpants. These guys apparently were craftsmen, and their cars were driven by cars were driven and parts were used by Ralph De Palma, Vern Orenduff, Ted Lynn, Chuck Tabor, Ken Fowler, and others. John passed away in 1979. He was inducted along with his brother in 1995 into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Takes those Neat people story. to make the parts and pieces. Sure does. And they're enshrined forever on the second floor of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And uh, we just had, who was it? Matt was just talking about the Triple X chassis. Yep. Uh, that's the raffle car. It's a triple X chassis Moyle Racing Engine car. It's the 14th annual raffle car preceding the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Yep, and it's $20 for one ticket or 6 for 100 And the biannual drawing will be next December, December 2022. Ooh, so man. with all your runs, you should be in perfect shape when we get I this car. I will be by the 2023 yeah, season. You'll be I'll ready be ready to, to go. Yeah. I'll be ready to go. I mean... Count me up. All right. Let's do it. You buy the tickets. I'll buy the tickets. You buy the tickets. All right. Here we go. Deal. Oh, boy. Oh, you got ourselves into it. Yeah, wouldn't that be? (laughs) If they, yeah, in December of next year, Aaron Evernham, I'm like, oh, man, I got to go through with this. Then you are going to have to fight Ray for the seat. Well, that's fine. I'll let Ray have that. I'll I'll let (laughs) Ray. No, no, you won't. No. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I watched, uh, we have uh, have, uh, Bobby Allen coming up on our show this week, and I watched the Ray Evernham, Tony Stewart, Bobby Allen interview from the Sprint oh, from the gosh. NASCAR Hall of Fame. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> best ever. That was oh, Bobby Allen, just the best. Hey, next week, I want to mention this. I have a home track here. It's Millbridge Speedway. The Walkopedia, and I love that Brian Walker is sponsoring mm-hmm. this. Walkopedia, Carolina Midget Showcase, Monday and Tuesday. C.J. Leary, Brent Cruz. This is a kid we're watching out there. Mm-hmm. This kid is future rock star. Ryan Timms, we've had him on. Yep. He's the ASCS guy that we've had. Jade Avendish, Avin, 
Avadesian. Yes. There I you struggle go. with her name. She's a great young racer from California. Really Jade well. is. Cannon McIntosh, Nick Hoffman, and just confirmed this morning, Christopher oh. Bell. See Bell. It's at Millbridge Monday and Tuesday, or you can follow it on Dirt Vision. So the Wakapedia Carolina Midget Showdown next Monday and Tuesday. Hmm. Can't wait to see what happens. Get out there. That. Yes, indeed. Wing Nation gear and apparel is available at www.wingnation.com. That's wingnation.com. You can follow along our social channels, Twitter, Facebook, and our YouTube page. Coming up on our Thursday podcast, Rico Abreu is going to be in the house. We're going to talk all things Trophy Cup. And coming up this weekend on our show on Mav TV and on Rev TV, Bobby Allen. Oh, it's yes, batting down the hatches, Bobby Allen sits down for a conversation. Yes, indeed. Great stuff. Uh, that is on Rev and Mav. That's Wing Nation presented by Sage Group. Again, we appreciate Roger Crockett and Matt Campbell for joining us. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 